0: Welcome to the Lincoln Baptist Daily Reading Program. Today is day 267, meaning we're reading Jeremiah 18, 19 and 20, Titus chapter 1, and then finishing off with Psalm 112. First, let's head into Jeremiah and we read that individual believers are God's vessels. But the reference we have here in Jeremiah is that of Israel, a chosen vessel to bring God's blessing to the world. Now, that vessel was regularly changed, regularly formed and shaped, sometimes even completely made new. But there comes a point where if the vessel becomes hardened, it cannot be made again. All God can do is break it. And that's exactly what he did when Babylon captured Judah. The nation was beyond repair. The valley of the son of Hinnom was a site for pagan worship, but Josiah turned it into a garbage dump. In the Greek, it is the kahena, the New Testament word for hell. Tophet literally means burning. Jeremiah gave a new name to the place, the valley of slaughter. That is how dreadful it is when there are hardened hearts against God. People with hard hearts and stiff necks may be easily broken by God. Jeremiah 20 sees quite a change for Jeremiah. He went from joy to despair, from bold proclamation to burdened prayer. You see, God's servants are humans and have changes in their feelings too. If we're ever in danger as he was, we might feel and act just as he did. I think we often forget this. I think when we come to be Christians, we forget that we're allowed feelings. In fact, it's a natural thing to have feelings. Some days we will feel particularly strong in our faith. We'll feel close to Jesus and we'll be ready to go for the next project or the next ministry. But other days we'll feel alone and we'll feel far from God. Don't be fearful of feelings because knowing Jesus Christ as at the end of all things is through all things and at the beginning of all things will remind us whether we're feeling good or feeling bad. Jesus never ever leaves. Let's head into our New Testament reading in a brand new book, The Letter of Titus. Now Titus was a Greek whom Paul won to Christ and he enlisted him in the service for Jesus. Like Timothy, he became one of Paul's special assistants sent to the churches to represent the apostle. He was serving in Crete when this letter was written and when Paul wrote it, probably from Corinth, he was being released from prison. The letter emphasises good works. We're not saved by the good works, but good works are one evidence or a piece of evidence of salvation. Apparently the saints on Crete were better professing the faith than ultimately practising it. In chapter 1, Titus wanted another assignment from Paul because he was having a hard time ministering to the people in Crete. When you feel like quitting, we need to follow the counsel that Paul gave to Titus. Focus on the privilege of ministry, God declares his truth through dedicated people and it is a joy to share the words of truth with others. We're to obey the word. Sometimes there are problems because unqualified people get into places of leadership or because places of leadership have not been filled. The Greek word though, translated set in order, is a medical term that means to set a broken bone. The church body suffers when we avoid facing and solving the serious problems. And finally, and I think to some extent most importantly, were to face the enemy. Perhaps like Timothy, Titus was too timid to confront the enemy, but it had to be done. Sound doctrine means healthy doctrine. Teaching that contributes to the spiritual health of the church is a good and positive thing. Just as a physician must attack the infection and disease, so local church leaders must attack false doctrine. And it's all in the name of Jesus because that is who the church is for, that is who the church is built on, and that is what energises the church. And so maybe like Titus, you feel like quitting today. Listen to Paul's advice and focus your attentions on what God calls you to do. Finally, we have Psalm 112. Blessed is the man who fears the Lord, says verse one. He will not be afraid, says verse seven to eight. When you fear the Lord, you need not fear anything else. The fear of God is is the fear that conquers human fears. Ultimately meaning, as we fear God, as we are in awe of him, as we obey him, we don't need to worry about anything else because God is the one in control of all things. Friends, trust God, fear him, and everything else will follow suit. Let's pray. Father, we do indeed pray that we would fear you, that we would be in awe of you, that we would obey you. Father, when we feel like quitting, we pray that we would lean on you so that we would do all things in your strength. And Father, we pray that as your servants, we would reflect the gospel day by day. We pray this in your glorious name. Amen.